This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, Matt, let's stay on the offense for a brief moment. Then I got a couple other fun things to talk about. Devin Singletary is a free agent. I've said many times, if they can bring him back cheap, I'm all for that. Because I think just the way they run their system, the way they run that personnel... It fits. They're going to need another guy. Even if you think James Cook is the number one guy next year, which is fine, he's not going to get the ball 20 times and touch the ball 25 times. It's just not going to happen. Again, I agree. I agree. I think that the thing that helps the Bills so much is how loaded the running back class, the free yes. agent running back class is, because guys who might normally get really, really you know, nice pay raises might end up kind of falling through the cracks. I think there's going to be a trickle down from the top down to the guys who are like Devin Singletary. Devin Singletary is, you know, maybe the sixth or seventh best option in the free agent class. That helps the Bills because his number isn't probably going to skyrocket. That being said, I am t- I will not complain if they bring Devin Singletary back, but at the same time, I also am totally fine with James Cook and Naheem Hines as your running backs one and two next year. Really? Total, totally fine with that. Yes. Are you okay? Naheem Hines making $4.7 million on the cap, even close to 4.8 actually. No, but I think that maybe that's one where you have to try and get creative and maybe you do have an extension and you just try and lower that cap hit a little bit because I think you could see him as a player who could contribute for a couple of years, almost like an Isaiah McKenzie type contract or an Isaiah McKenzie type role where he can just do a little bit of everything. I'm very adamant that I do not think the bills utilize Naheem Hines nearly enough from the time that they got him last year. So based off of what we saw once he got traded here, that's way too much money, but based off of what I think his potential could be, I think he's probably closer to a three and a half million dollar a year guy. The free agency period goes before the draft. That's not the way it is in every sport, right? Sometimes you have the draft before free agency. Doesn't I think hockey might do that? They do the draft first, right? Yeah, usually, usually. Uh, well, we haven't had a normal year in a while, right. but normally yeah. the draft is in mid to late June, and then free agency July. is early July, uh, July one, two thousand and seven. A very dark day for Buffalo Sabres yes. fans. <laughs> not that NHL draft would impact free agency. These guys, they take a while to wind up playing in the league. The NBA does do that too. They do the draft. Uh, after free agency. So that's interesting. The NFL does it reverse. So the reason I bring this up is it does kind of impact your strategy here. If the draft is first, because in the NFL you get, you draft and the guy's got to play, he's got a four-year deal. He's playing. There's no minor league he's going to and developing and free agency is how you, you know, also kind of go about building your team. It is totally different depending on which way you want to go. And there's been talk about changing it. So my question to you is, should they have a specific strategy free agency, and then draft. And what I mean is attack a certain side of the ball, a certain position group through free agency, 
and then maybe go in the draft or, you know what, no, what we're, we're going to, um, just kind of see where it falls here and not really worry either way. And just kind of whatever we could pick up in free agency, we'll supplement it in the draft. I tend to always think that just because I think when you go in with a plan, then you start to overspend at positions because you feel like you need to address them. And I think the best teams always try and find contracts that are valued to them. And regardless of the position, they make their team better by adding those players. And that's how I think they should improve or that's how they should approach the draft too. I, I've made it very clear. I think they need to have an offensive per offensive first approach. I don't think going into free agency though, there's going to be any wide receivers out there that knock your socks off or a running back that you're going to be in the market for. That's going to make you that much significantly better. So that's why when I think of free agency, I think of going and getting guys who could make a difference on this team. Like, Daryl Williams did a couple of years ago. Like that was a nice value signing for them that kind of was under the radar. And then you got meaningful games out of him. Same thing with Feliciano. I know Feliciano at the end started to not play to the caliber that he was, but you know, he was a nice ad for this team. So I think maybe you try and get a couple depth offensive linemen. I think you probably try and get maybe a veteran cornerback who you could have in that rotation with white and Elam, not knowing what's going to happen with Christian Benford. And if he's going to move to safety, or maybe you start to look at a safety who could play with Micah Hyde if Jordan Poyer ultimately does kind of uh, head in a different direction. So, you know, I don't think there's going to be a Von Miller type deal or any big splashes this year. I don't think so either. Uh, we'll see what happens. They will do some restructuring. We know that they can clear literally like $20 million from this, from their salary cap just by restructuring Josh Allen's contract. They could do that. They have a couple other guys they could do that with. Um, and they'll, they have to do some work to get under the cap and then they'll approach free agency and you know, see where it takes them. And I do think they'll target and look at wide receivers and free agency, if not even trading for a wide receiver. And then I also think that maybe yes. the draft could very well be possible. We'll see where it shakes out, but that's got to be a big priority. Yeah, I think that the idea of trading for a wide receiver becomes more and more intriguing as we get further into the offseason here. I mean, we're only a couple weeks into the offseason. Mm-hmm. It worked with Stefan Diggs. I know it's not always going to work. I just think that where this team is, there is something to be said about having a proven commodity join your team and be one of those pieces. I think that if you could find another player who is a cal, you know, right around that two, three, they can be your second or your third. I think you'd feel really comfortable if it was that person, Stefan Diggs and Gabe Davis, and then you figure out what you're going to do in the slot. So I do think that that's a really interesting possibility. All right, let's uh, wrap it up here with a couple non bills things that I, I know you'll be into. First of all, the return of tiger was awesome over the yeah. weekend. I loved it. I know he didn't play great on Sunday, but just he gets me dialed in. I mean, I, I, I love golf as you know, just like you do, but I'm not really watching all of the tournaments other than majors. If tiger's not in it the way I did this week. And I was watching ESPN plus in every single shot and who else was watching Josh Allen from up yeah. close meeting tiger woods. That was pretty cool. Yeah. He looks like he was like giddy. Like Mm -hmm. he looked like he was starstruck and you don't often see that from people who are superstars themselves, but Josh Allen meeting Tiger Woods, there was a video out there from golf.com and he was just over the moon. The joke that I made was Josh Allen looks at Tiger Woods. Like I look at the server when they're bringing bread over to your table that just put (laughs) that just look of just like pure joy of like, Oh my goodness. He said there's only two athletes in his life that he's like that with that. It was Tiger and Kobe. Josh Allen said that, um, that he goes, when he's over a big putt, I'm feeling the pressure. That's pretty cool. I don't know how to explain the Tiger Woods thing, but it's so 
having him in a tournament changes the dynamic of everything. Mm. And I know that Tiger is a very polarizing person. I know there are a lot of people who can't stand Tiger Woods. Everybody is entitled to their own opinion. But when Tiger is in a tournament, I feel that much more invested in watching it, not just for him, but for how the entire field kind of reacts to Tiger. I mean, when Tiger went his prime, people would crumble because they knew that Tiger was within striking distance 100%. all the time. That doesn't happen as much because he's not really in striking distance now. But I always wonder, like, what if this guy got to Sunday and was really close? Like, how would those people in front of him react? And it's this age of golfer. Like, if you were a professional golfer right now on the PGA Tour, chances are a big reason why you got into golf was because of Tiger Woods. So I would love to see that. Like, I know Justin Thomas and Tiger are really tight. I know he's tight with, like, Rory and some other guys. Like, I would love to see how that would play out if he was only a couple shots behind them going into a big event going into a major and we're getting to major season. So have you watched full swing on Netflix? I haven't, but I mean to, I said to my wife, we got to watch this. Everybody raves about it. I've heard it's awesome. I cannot wait to dig into it. It's pretty, I've only watched the first two episodes. I'll say it's, it's good. It maybe is not as great as I was hoping it would be. Cause mm-hmm. I loved drive to survive on Netflix. Okay. I haven't watched that either. So Drive to Survive for me, I was not a Formula One fan at all until I watched that show. It felt like the drama and the pressure in that was so real that it was easy to kind of latch on to. The first couple episodes of Full Swing feel like there isn't a ton of that. It basically talks about, you know, how small the margin for error is for these guys and how, you know, if you don't have it, you're not even going to make the cut and all this stuff. But like, Okay, I I know that. Maybe it's just because I'm a golf fan, but also like I have a hard time empathizing for somebody if they go and have a weekend where they win four hundred thousand dollars instead of one point five million dollars. Like in Drive to Survive, it was like, oh, if you suck, like you're not on the team, and then you're you know scrapping for nothing. Where these guys are like, oh yeah, well you're gonna play next week, and you're gonna go make three four hundred thousand dollars again next weekend. No, yeah, that's, I, I can't wait. I would definitely want to watch it. Um, all right, real quick, before we head on out of here, the other question I have for you, I, this and this could very well be a really stupid question because you are a sports director at a major affiliate in Buffalo, New York on television, yeah. and you grew up a fan as well. Yeah. Have you ever been to a Sabres road game? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Yeah, I have. Many? Yeah. Not many. No. 
Um, I've been as a, as a fan or as a professional? No, as a professional. I don't think I've ever been as a fan to a Sabres road game. I figured it was a stupid question because you've probably gone like in your duties, you know, for channel seven. Yes. But I've actually, I don't think I have ever went not as like doing my job. Like, I don't think I've ever Mm -hmm. been to a road game for the Buffalo Sabres. With, I've only not, been not to two different arenas to, to watch many times in Tampa when I was living down there and over in Florida uh, against the Panthers. I've gone to a couple, maybe one or two games there. The reason I ask is I will be going to the Sabres at lightning game this week in Tampa. And it is Max's first ever Sabres road game. Oh, that'll be fun. That'll be cool. Yeah. I mean, it'll be, it should be a good game. Yeah. Also the, the atmosphere in Tampa. I've heard, I've never been to a game there. I've heard the atmosphere is great. So that'll be a really cool, especially now that the Sabres are kind of on this come up that, you know, that's, that's a really cool kind of thing to experience. Also, it's going to be nice because you're going to be out in the sun in Florida. It's going to be beautiful. And then you can go sneak into the arena, cool down a little bit, but then you're not walking out into bitter cold. You're walking out into sunshine and palm trees, which is pretty sweet. And, Unfortunately, back here in Buffalo, it's like rain and sleet and I mean, sorry, sleet and freezing rain and snow coming Wednesday and Thursday. Yeah, we're leaving Tuesday, going down to Tampa, spending some time in Florida, Southwest Coast, and then going to the Sabres game Thursday night in Tampa, which will be super cool. I've been to many Sabres games as a fan, a road game, uh, road games, including in Tampa, should be very cool. And then Friday, headed over to Legoland, which is in Winter Haven between Tampa and Orlando. And we've been to Disney. We've done all those things. Legoland is super cool. It's a little, it's a little cheaper and it's pretty much open, especially because kids here on winter break, that's why we're going down. Kids there are still in school, Matt. So we'll have kind of the park kind of quasi to ourselves other than other people vacationing. It's funny. You said that you're going down Tuesday and you're going to the game Thursday because my brother-in-law is flying down Tuesday and going to the game on Thursday. So I think that this is going to be kind of a popular thing for people in Western New York to do. Maybe we're Um, on the same flight. You might be on the same flight. I mean, there's a pretty good chance of that. He's going to just go and golf a ton and then Very go cool. to the games at night. So that's pretty. I actually went to Tampa for the first time last year. It was the like kind of only big city in Florida that I had not been to. And I was really impressed with it. Really, really cool city. Really cool spot. So I was uh, I'm sure you're going to enjoy the trip. It's um that that area channel side where the arena is is very cool for sure. But hey, look, just gives you an opportunity here, real quick, to wrap up and talk about the Sabers and how cool it is to be in this Bills off season mode, but have something else that's distracting us. Whereas normally it's like, yeah, let's get to the end of the season. It's going to be all about the draft. Hey, we could be playing hockey here for a little while longer than normal, and let's hope that's the case. Yeah, somebody the other day said this is the biggest week for the Sabers in a decade, and they asked it as a question, and I thought about it, and I know it did not work out. I think that the last week of the regular season in 14 when they were tanking was probably a more significant week. It felt like it was bigger, but from a strictly on the ice standpoint, it takes me a while to get to when the games have mattered as much as they are right now. They got a gauntlet of a week. You play Toronto, who's exceptional. Then you play Tampa, who's really good. Florida, I think is better than their record. And then you close out against Washington at home. I think baseline needs to be four points. I think you got to get at least two wins with the most important games against Florida and Washington at the end of the week. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's really fun. I don't think they're good enough to make the playoffs. I know that they're in a good, I know that they're in a good position. They're still a little bit too inconsistent. That being said, they can, like if they get hot, they can. And we have not said that for 
in a long, long time. So I think it's a coin flip. I want to see how it plays out. I'm not going to write these guys off at all because they've got so much talent. And uh, let's see if they can go on a run. It's going to be fun. It is fun right now watching them. It's going to be a fun NFL offseason. We got a lot more for you. I'm headed down to Florida this week, like I said. Matt, you're on break this week. Uh, you know, winter break here in Buffalo. I should say everybody's on winter break here in Buffalo. I don't know. Are you going anywhere? Or are you you working all week? No, I'm working all week. And actually, so my wife works in a school district, but they okay. do not they do not have this week off. Oh. They, are, they are still a district that does two weeks at Easter, which I think okay. I which I think I would prefer. If I was somebody, mm, I think I, would I like it this way better. I think now one week in February, one week in April, you break it up. Nice. I mean, she does get off today. She does get off president's day. So I feel like you're also getting that additional day. I, I, I get what you're saying. I do get what you're saying because it's, especially if you're planning on going somewhere, if you well, plan on going thing. somewhere. You're now a golfer. The... If she had off this week, uh, you'd, oh, be, you'd be out of town. I have not swung a golf club since I had foot surgery in October and I am losing my mind. Mm. So I got to get, I got to get back out there and get some swings in before the season starts or else I'm going to embarrass myself. Can't wait to do that. I'm sure we'll do it soon together, hopefully because this weather is going to be turning. We can't wait for that because the calendar's turning. Got NFL free agency on the docket in March, but first it's going to be the combine coming up. And of course you guys will have coverage on channel seven of the uh, combine. Yeah, absolutely. We're excited a week away. And then uh, that's really kind of the first event that kicks off the chaos that is the NFL offseason. Thanks a lot for downloading, subscribing, throw us a nice review, five-star rating. We really appreciate it. We'll talk to you next time. And it's always game day in Buffalo. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.